Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Rants, Raves, Questions, and Quotes. This is your host, Mr. Rants, and uh, as the calendar goes by, we are starting Season 6. For those of you that know how I count, which is poorly at times, this is actually our sixth month of doing these podcasts, so... We've explored a lot of ground, and we're going to continue to explore a lot of ground, Ex- continue to have uh, even more uh, interviews. Uh, I'm lining them up as we speak, and uh, we're going to be having a lot more fun. So I look forward to uh, the journey ahead, but I have to go through the preliminary precautions as always. I am not, not, capital letters, N-O-T, not a licensed theologian. I am not a licensed therapist. I am not a licensed doctor, clinician, any of that thing. I'm not a professional or anything with regards to that. So, if you get triggered, upset, oh well, you'll live. But, if you're willing to debate, talk, and express your feelings, I'm more than happy to do so. Uh, I can be reached as always at mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my blog at myrrqq.wordpress.com. We've had a lot of positive feedback from uh, the Terry interviews, and hopefully there's more to come with Terry and uh, maybe even some more surprises. So, uh, again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking with me. Uh, We have grown exponentially uh, since we've switched over to the Podbean format. So, you know, yeah, we've got listeners all over the world now, uh, hundreds of downloads. I mean, I was blown away uh, with the amount of, of listenership and downloads in, in this last month. So anyway, thank you for joining us and uh, stay tuned. Okay. Now, this comes from Candace Owens. She has a particular take on things, as you will hear. I have a different take on things on the same topic. So I thought we'd listen and discuss. As a final story that I want to cover today, it's regarding a TikToker. And these are, these are the moments, obviously, people are insane on TikTok. I say that all the time. It fosters insanity. It is an online insane asylum. I will never have a TikTok account. I am sorry. Catch me everywhere else. But this is a, a true crime TikTok, and I love this because somebody was being crazy on TikTok, and then they got found out. Yes, a TikToker has now been charged in a GoFundMe cancer scam after documenting her battle. This is a 19-year-old woman. She scammed hundreds of donors out of more than $37,000 by lying and saying that she was battling pancreatic cancer. And having a tumor that was the size of a football. This woman's name is Madison. She goes by Maddie Russo. And she was arrested on January 23rd on a first-degree theft charge, a felony which is punishable in Iowa by up to 10 years in prison. So let's hear Maddie Russo in her own words. Take a listen. Days where, like, you know, I'm too sick from treatment where I I can't go anywhere. I I can't do anything. Um, I feel like... You know, I can't get ready. I just lay in my bed and um, puke, you know, and it's just, it's extremely physically exhausting, but also the mental part of it. 
I think it's 10 times worse. And I think anybody that has struggled with anything uh, when it comes to kind of like their mental health, people say it is a lot worse. And I can fully attest to that. It's so true. But sometimes I just need to step back um, and, you know, get reminders from friends and family like, Maddie, it's okay if you can't make it to the gym today. It's okay if you show up to the gym and you walk for 15 minutes and your body is like, nope, you can't do this and you go home. Like, it's okay because I have to realize that before I even do anything or attempt to do anything, my body is fighting so, so hard every minute just to stay alive. And like one of my good friends told me, um, he said, hey, you know what? When you go into the gym, you have to realize that your body has already done, you know, six or seven workouts before even stepping foot in there. And that really resonated with me. And I guess it's okay just to be like, you know, it's it's going to be fine. Um, you hope it's going to be fine. Fingers crossed. Uh, we're all praying, obviously. Um, but I just need to learn that, you know, I can't be superwoman um, every day. I can't be kind of like the old Maddie that I used to be. Um, I can try. I can look like the old Maddie. But um, I'm just trying every day. Hey, maybe she should go back to being the old Maddie. Maybe the old Maddie wasn't a sociopathic liar on TikTok. I want to know who the old Maddie was because the new Maddie kind of sucks, for being honest. I mean, imagine after listening to that. She's de- she's so much detail here about the mental struggles. In her defense, she clearly is having a mental battle. It's, it's She's not having a mental battle against cancer treatments, that's for sure. She's having a mental battle that is taking place on TikTok because she needs attention. And then this need for attention and then the feedback loop of, of her getting it was she just became more and more desperate, right? Creating an entire narrative. I have no doubt, by the way, that she had those real conversations with her friends, right? I, I bet she's even lied to her friends for attention, which begs the question, where are Maddie's parents? Where are Maddie's parents? How do you raise a child that would come up with a cancer scam? Are they not following her on TikTok? Are they not watching this? Are they not watching her gain all this money? Why would Maddie do this? Why would a 19-year-old person do this? How sick do you have to be to pretend that you have cancer, A? How sick do you have to be to then raise money on the cancer that you don't have, B. Can anybody answer these questions for me? Of course, if you are this sick, it makes sense that you have a TikTok account because it's an online insane asylum. And so it's a perfect place to plug yourself. Now, how did Maddie get caught? Well, the thing about the internet is what they want to sleuth, the internet is going to sleuth. And what ended up happening where, was that medical professionals got wind of her TikTok account and they were following her, realizing that there were a lot of medical discrepancies. She was describing uh, cancer that she had, having stage two pancreatic cancer and acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And you can see in this photo, if you're listening to the podcast, she has herself, she is linked up to some sort of an IV, right? This is how far she went in this deception. She has herself linked to an IV, and then she has the IV linked to her neck, it looks like, right? So, like, she's getting some sort of treatment to her neck. And I think she's even got a tube up her nose in this picture, right? So she's talking about, oh, here I am getting my treatment for whatever I have going on. And some medical professionals realize, no, that's not the treatment you'd get. Or maybe that's not the tube. The place on the tubes are not right here. They slewed it and said, no, this, this, is a, this is a fraud. This woman's a fraud. And those medical professionals then reached out to the authorities. And the authorities found Maddie. Here's Maddie in her mugshot. You'll notice she has no injuries on her neck. It doesn't look like there's been an IV in her neck. Maddie didn't have cancer. 
Maddie's just a liar. Maddie's a big, fat liar. And now Maddie's going to pay for her big, fat lies, hopefully to the tune of more than the $37,000 that she stole from people. And Maddie should, uh, the shame of that. Maddie's parents, man, I, I feel bad for that. I couldn't even imagine if this was my child. I, I, I don't even, the deaths that people will go through for attention on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, just an update for you. TikTok is still an online mental asylum. Well, I disagree to a degree. Not with the whole make shit up thing. Not built people out of money thing. But <clears throat> as someone that does use TikTok, and I don't do dances on it, and I don't uh, do the latest trends and fads and so forth. You might say, um, oh, it's just a smaller version on video of what I do here. Uh, I find a lot of like-minded people that are out there, patriots, that are unhappy with the way our world, our country, our economy, our administration, our politics are currently going. And because a lot of this is uh, suppressed, canceled on uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter up until recently, uh, and, and some of the other... Excuse me, some of the other social media platforms. Yes, it is a place. And even those that do do the dances, the fads, and everything else, I know people on there that have multiple accounts in case one account gets shut down for whatever reason. Because, yes, they can get shut down because somebody got offended, they can get shut down because of too many uh, violations, and whatever, whatever, whatever. But. Those that play the system and play the play the game and have four or five or six backup accounts, they know there's a lot of conservative and and Trump uh, approval uh, proving people out there, and there's a lot of people that go over all of these things like the Hunter Biden laptop uh, and. Other things, uh, you know, things that get displayed or get voted on or whatever that's, you know, 20,000 pages long and they don't even bother to read it. But these guys do and they go through and they point things out. Uh, not that we can change it if they vote on it and they say, you know, we're going to do it this way or anyway. But at least those of us that are in the know can be in the know. So. And again, it's like anything else. Yes, you have to take it with a grain of salt. I can't say that I watch Billy Bob, Bob, Joe Bob's Twitter feed or or uh, TikTok feed, and he's speaking the absolute God's honest truth about everything uh, for the conservatives and, and uh, the Republican movement. No, you still have to do your homework. But there is a lot of more information out there if you know where to look that is being suppressed and being canceled elsewhere. That being said, I disagree with Candace on the fact that Twitter is an insane asylum. There are parts that are. There are parts of every social media platform that are, even the podcast. Uh, uh, but the podcast world, you might think I'm one of the insane asylum people on the podcast world. 
But on the other issue, and having had a family member pass away from pancreatic cancer six months after they were diagnosed with it, I can tell you, yes, it is a mental struggle for some. Yes, it is a phys- it is definitely a physical tr- uh, struggle because in my case, uh, my family member just basically the body gave up and, and, and everything else. They uh, attempted chemo. They didn't like the way it made them feel. They said, fuck it, we're not doing that anymore. I'm just going to live out my life in peace until... I die. And there were other options. Uh, They could have had surgery to have the tumor removed, the cancer removed. Uh, Sadly, at least with the type that uh, my family member had, it would have taken about a year to heal. And by that time, the cancer probably would have uh, regrown, re-metastasized, whatever the, the, the medical term for it is. Uh, I have another family member that is relatively young or younger, and uh, they've had uh, pancreatic cancer, and they got it. They got the surgery. They healed up, and thank God they haven't had any more uh, occurrences with it. So each case is different, and I can't uh, speak to the mental or the physical aspects from uh, a personal side. I can only tell you what I observed. And like I said, uh, in the first case of the first family member that had it, uh, this person was older, uh, 60s, um, almost 70s. Uh, So, you know, they weren't hitting the gym every day, every second. Uh, of course, it really doesn't matter because this woman was lying her ass off anyway. But I really don't see in the, in what I have have observed of people with any form of cancer that really hit the gym. And like I said, that's just my personal observations of people I have known that have had cancer. That does not mean all cases are similar. That doesn't mean all cases are different. Uh, I'm sure all cases are different. Some people handle uh, things and it doesn't bother them, just like every pregnancy uh, and every childbirth is different, uh, depending on the woman and, and a thousand and one other factors that I will not even try to understand. So, yes, but where this idiot failed to, you know, people as a whole are good natured. People as a whole want to help. Even if we don't agree on things, there are still good people, as a certain president once said, on both the left and the right side of the story. Okay? There's still good people on both sides of both parties. We don't always agree. We have a lot of differences. But people tend to to come together and band together to help people. Which is why this woman was able to bilk people out of $37,000. But she's not the first. 
She's not going to be the last. I get hit up I don't know how many times a day on people that want to scam me. I mentioned several podcasts ago, uh, you know, that I have a uh, Snapchat. Mr. Rance has a Snapchat. Mr. Rance on Christmas last year got over 25 different friend friend requests on said Snapchat. Now, back then, Mr. Rance and Rance Raves Questions and Quotes podcast was not at the level that it is now. We are still not at the level where I would have 25, especially in this case. These were young women or women in general. I don't know how young they were that were hitting me up for friend requests. As you might have guessed, oh, I would say three-quarters of them had OnlyFans accounts that they wanted me to subscribe to or private Snapchats or private pictures or whatever the case was. Of course, I obviously did not uh, befriend any of these people, but I get at least five friend requests a day through Snapchat. Now I've even get started to get some from people that say, hey, what's your cash app? What's your PayPal? I'll send you money. Yeah, okay. Sure you will. You don't know me from Adam. I've never once come on here and said I had a disease or an in, or, or a malady and was in need of any extra money from anyone. I don't even as of yet run ads on this podcast. I have not set up this podcast as a subscription-based podcast because I want it to be free for everybody out there and all that good stuff. I don't want to charge. It doesn't really uh, cost me a whole hell of a lot other than time now. And initially there was some cost to set this up, but it doesn't cost me a lot to, to sit here in my living room or my den in total quiet and sit here and talk for 20 minutes. So I don't need to make it subscription-based. Now, if I go supernova like, uh, you know, the big guys, uh, Mark Marin and Joe Rogan and so forth, then, yeah, then maybe we're, t we're talking subscription-based. You know, or if I specialized in one topic or the other, or, or, you know, or I had an interview where I had to pay the, the person to do the interview or whatever the case may be, then we might might do it. But that's far down the road, if at any. I'll probably get bored of doing the podcast and move on to something else before that ever happens. So the ad reading might cut, might happen. But charging people just to listen, I doubt that'll ever happen. So, yeah, I'm not going to be bilking anybody out of any money. But that's the thing, too. When you have these sob stories and people want to help, a, it de-legitimate, it, I can't talk tonight, it screws up the people that are actually out there that need the help. Because the people that help you and you're scamming them don't want to help anymore because they don't want to be scammed again. So then somebody that actually needed the help and might have benefited from the help isn't getting the help that they need. Then, on the other hand, 
you know, when you set up something that elaborate where people are going to donate, you know, if I came out and I said, oh, I have a, uh, a head injury and I wasn't wearing a neck brace every time or I didn't have my head wrapped up or my head shaved or, or bandage on my head or something like that every time I did a, a, a video or a plea for help or what have you, then obviously even someone that's not medically trained is going to take notice of that. But when you go for the big C, big cancer, and especially considering, believe me, pancreatic cancer, there is no cure. There's a remission. There's a, a you get a break every so often. I mean, look at Alex Trebek. That man hosted Jeopardy, had it for several years. He still passed away. My family member had it. Six months later, gone. My other family member, thankfully, they are still alive and kicking. But there are no guarantees. So when you pull out an elaborate thing like, oh, I've got cancer, I need money, I need help, I need this, I need that. You know, and I'll tell you what was my first uh, little hint that something might be amiss in cancer land for this young lady was she's going to the fucking gym. If I had cancer and I'm dying of cancer, I'm not going to go to the gym every day for the rest of my life. I'm going to go do things that I want to do with the time I have left. Now, okay, maybe that was her thing, but really? Come on. And as to Candace asking if she was ashamed, no. These people have no shame. It used to be people had shame. It used to be it was, my bad, I fucked up, I'm sorry. They still did, uh, might have gotten arrested. They still might have gotten uh, sentencing. They might have been found guilty. They might have had a had to go to jail for X amount of time. But they learned. Now there is there is people are not sorry anymore. People want to play the victim, and they want to, you know, take anybody for anything that they'll give you. Be that a place to stay, a, uh, bills paid. I mean, you know, again. I've had women, again, through Snapchat, try and get with me and tell me they want a sugar daddy. Well, what does that entail? Oh, well, that entails this, this, and this, and this, but not this, this, and this. Well, if you expect me to be a quote-unquote sugar daddy where I'm just going to pay you, I'm not paying you for this, this, and this, but not this, this, and this. I either get the whole package or I ain't doing shit. Of course, I'm not going to do shit anyway, but that's besides the point. But it's fun to play with these people and give them shit back just like they give us. I mean, you know, uh, I can't tell you. And people think I'm crazy. My friends think I'm crazy for doing this, but I love it. I can't tell you. 
hey, let's go out and let's do this. And, and I, I, you know, I'm in a foreign country and I'll be coming back to the States real soon. And, uh, you know, I want you to hook me up. And, uh, okay, well, I want this as proof and that as proof and send me a copy of your birth certificate, your passport, and all this other shit. Oh, uh, well, uh, I'll do that tomorrow. Or uh, you can tell, I mean, obviously, you can, if you've got any brains at all, you can tell it's a scam to begin with. But they still try. Even when I've sat there and said, oh, hey, where are you from? Okay, hey, uh, no, I'm not telling you where I'm from. You tell me where you're from. Oh, you're in Virginia? Okay, me too. Where are you in Virginia? Oh, uh, Norfolk? Oh, isn't that strange? Me too. Oh, you, you know so-and-so's down the, uh, down on uh, 32nd Street? Oh, yeah, me too. I'm right down the street. You want to get together? No, because if I had said I was from Quebec, you would have said, Oh, isn't that amazing? I'm from Quebec too. Everybody's out there scamming. They tell you if you get a uh, one of these automated voice things, you know, these uh, we have a uh, call for so-and-so because you're late on your payment. Please say yes to acknowledge. They say don't say it because then they've got your yes recorded. And when you go, they can use it to do other scams. So they'll call up and get a credit card in your name because, oh, is this Mr. Rance? Yes. Oh, here's your credit card. Didn't come to me. Went to them. There's all kinds of shit. I can't tell you how many times a day on my regular phone that I get possible spam, possible spam, blocked call, blocked call, possible spam, possible spam. And the, and the robocalls that are spam, they hang up as soon as my uh, little uh, robo-filter answering machine thing hook, uh, picks up. So, yes, I think this lady is guilty. I think she ought to get a nice little jail cell and a nice little cellmate. Will that happen? I don't know. I'm not going to track her down. I'm not going to keep track of it. I just heard this on Candace's, uh, Candace Owens' podcast. And I thought I would, because I had family members with this disease, I would make my little my little two cents worth of debate and, and argument for it but and against it. But, yeah, people don't care. They feel no remorse. And it's a sad thing that we've come to. These people that get triggered and get and cancel people for no reason, or it ends up being no reason. It's too late. The damage is done. Do they feel sorry? No. I was on my Facebook page earlier today in a group that's a select group of certain people. You have to be part of the community that this group is for. 
And the first thing I see is a post by a lady that says, how come there aren't any pictures of any people of color in this organization? Now, this lady, eventually it got explained that she had uh, put that out incorrectly. She didn't mean it to sound like people were being racist. She thought there was only one person, the moderator, the administrator of said group, that could post pictures, which is not the case. As, as a bunch of people informed her, you know, hey, you want to see people of color? Post your pictures of people of color. Feel free. And once she realized the way it, her message had come across, she put out another message saying, I am sorry. I did not mean for it to come across that way. But she wasn't going out to scam people and to get people canceled from the get-go. She was uninformed and made a mistake and acknowledged that she made a mistake. These scammers aren't making a mistake. They are intentionally scamming you. They're intentionally trying to scam you. They're intentionally trying to take your money, your freedom, your job, whatever the hell they can get when they do the cancel culture shit. So be vigilant. Pay attention. Go with your gut. If something seems too good to be true or seems sketchy from get-go, guess what? It probably is. So, and I just thought of another one I should have put on the last podcast, but oh well. That will hold for another day. See, my mind never stops. I'm always coming up with ideas for, for episodes, podcasts, and uh, looking to grow and expand and have fun with this. So, anyway, I have, damn. I have almost covered 30 minutes on scammers and people that are assholes that I probably didn't need to do because you guys already know that people are scammers and assholes. Well, not everybody, but a good majority of them. So anyhow, I'll let you go. And uh, I've got at least one more to do tonight. And then it's upload time and processing time. So I will talk to you on the next one.